another thing too that I just thought about. Um, Chase Young, man. During the off season when OTA started, I think it was reports coming out that he didn't even show up for any of the OTAs. And it was a big deal because he's supposed to be the captain. And I think everybody showed up for at least one except him. You know what I'm saying? And they asked him about it, and he said some shit like he was out Cali shooting commercials or some shit. Um, judging by his play in the first three games, uh, seems very legit. And another thing, too, um, yeah, I think they're supposed to be changing the team name next year. I hope they ain't thinking about changing the name to the Defenders. Because if so, they might want to rethink that one. Hold off on that one. The Eagles got spanked last night. Boy, 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 boy. Man. <laughs> I tell you like this. We better get our shit together before we run into these niggas. Um, they looking like they got a nice little offense. Uh, Dallas. I mean, Dak Prescott. He 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 the he the real deal. Um, it just is what it is. Man, I remember him in college. I had no idea this nigga was gonna be this. I thought he was like a nice little college quarterback. But honestly, the NFL thought so too because he fell all the way all the way to the fourth round. So, um. He was a real good college quarterback guy. I think we were in the Mississippi State. Got them to, to like, the number one ranking and shit. They had a good-ass defense, too, though. So it wasn't just that. But um, nonetheless, that nigga can ball. And uh, they are dangerous. Um, with him and the way our defense looking, we stinking. We might want to get some shit figured out before we run up against them and get in birds. Okay, but so let's uh, let's talk about this. Let's do a question. Question is, how do you know if he or she is the one? Now that's a tough, that's a tough question because it's uh, it's, it's subjective. That's a case by case basis because at the end of the day, there's no one person that's the one for everybody. Because people like different shit. Everybody like different shit. So. There's no one person on this planet that is the one for everybody. You know what I'm saying? You can't be because what if some women like, some women got criteria to where a guy, he got to be over six feet. What if a woman is like 5'10 and she knows she definitely got to deal with somebody that's taller than her? You can't be under 5'10. You know what I'm saying? So if you're under 5'10, you ain't going to be, if you're under six feet, you ain't going to be the one for her. You just can't be because she, that's one of her criteria. So it's subjective. You know what I'm saying? It's a case-by-case basis. It all depends on what you need and what you want. So for me, um, I don't know. You know, it's, 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 it's a lot to go into. It's tangible and intangible. Um, you know, for the intangible shit, Cause that's like the super duper important shit. Both is important, looks is important, of course. But intangibles can kind of get you get you a long way with somebody. Now for me, I gotta say, one of the number one things is like a woman, she got to bring me peace, man. I'm big on peace. Like you can't be somebody that just like coming in disrupting shit, causing havoc. 
You know what I'm saying? That ain't gonna work for me. Um, I need somebody that's like cool, level-headed. Like I need an adult. You know what I'm saying? I need you to be a motherfucking adult. Uh, you can't be running around whining all the time, demanding like a whole whole bunch of attention. So much like to the point to where you distracted me from doing what I got to do in my life because I, I got goals and aspirations, you know what I'm saying? And that takes a lot of my time. I can't even do a lot of shit that I want to do because I'm so focused on trying to succeed in life and, 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 and I got goals, you know what I'm saying? I got goals I'm trying to reach. I got a son, you know what I'm saying? I want to be an example for him and I would like to create a nest egg for him, you know what I'm saying? I'll show him that you don't need a nine to five. I'm trying to do like business shit because I don't want my son to have a nine to five. I want him to be a businessman. I want him to work for himself. So I got a lot of shit going on. So I can't have nobody coming in disrupting that. You can't disrupt that. You know what I'm saying? You got to be understanding. Um, you got to be somebody that, you know, trustworthy. You can't be running around doing no devious shit like I got to sleep with one eye open around your motherfucking ass. You know what I'm saying? All that kind of just ties into peace. Um, but, you know, and you got to be somebody that's attractive. You got to have pretty feet. I like feet. Feet on a woman. You know what I'm saying? That's sexy to me. That's real womanly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, a, that's an important thing to me. Um, and I like legs. You know what I'm saying? You got to have, like, sexy legs. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got to be super big and thick. They ain't got to be small. But I just like, I like legs. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can't have the knock knee shit. It ain't going to work. You can't be the one if you got the knock-knee shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you just got to be somebody that I just look at and just never get tired of. You ain't got to be drop, drop, dead gorgeous for me. Um, I'm a body guy. I like body. So as long as your body nice, you, you can't be butt ugly, though. You know what I'm saying? You can't be butt ugly. You know what I'm saying? But you ain't got to be drop, dead, model gorgeous either, though. I like body. As long as your body nice. And what when, and when I mean by body, like, you ain't even got to be, like, a, a workout warrior, like, super-duper in shape like that. Just as long as you got some curves and you in a good enough shape for me. I like I like thicker women, though, anyway. So I like thick women, so you ain't got to be, as long as your butt bigger than your stomach, you know what I'm saying? You can have a little stomach, you know what I'm saying, as long as your butt bigger, though. But as long as it makes sense. When you put clothes on, you put fitted clothes on. That you got still got curves and shit. People will look at you and be understand, like, yeah. Um, that's that's important to me. Um, somebody that take care of themselves. You just gotta keep yourself up. You gotta be conscious of how you look. You know what I'm saying? If you if you ain't on it, you should know that you ain't on it today. If you like, man, my, my I'm looking fucked up today. I need you to just be aware. Just be aware, you know. But I just think, you know, I don't think I ever met the one. Like somebody that was like the one because that's somebody I would probably marry. You know what I'm saying? I'm not super duper duper high on marriage. That ain't my thing. Like that ain't that ain't nothing. I never really grew up in life wanting to get married. But I do want a companion, like a good companion that I can wake up with and like on a Sunday, you know? Like if if that's how I know that somebody at least is I can at least stand you. Like, if it's a Sunday, we ain't really got shit to do all day. Let's say it's super cold outside or it's raining or it's a blizzard. Can I 
stay in the house with you all day on a Sunday and have a good time. We watching movies and drinking, listening to music and laughing and not getting on each other's nerves and falling asleep together. And it, it, like I ain't, it it just feel right. You know what I'm saying? A Sunday, can you spend all Sunday with a person without being like, man, when this motherfucker gonna leave? Like, is this motherfucker ever gonna leave? How can I? How can I get this motherfucker the fuck out of here? You know what I'm saying? Um, that's super important, you know. But I just think it, 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 it's a lot that goes into somebody being the one. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to be hitting on so many cylinders. Um, and you got to be somebody that's willing to compromise and listen. Like, for me, I got to be able to criticize you and you take it and, and know that I'm coming from a good place. And vice versa, you know. If you criticize me and be like, oh, I don't like that about you. I want to know that you're coming from a good place when you tell me that. So I won't be like, man, this motherfucker trying to manipulate me, da-da-da. But a good, a good sign in a person, like a good trait in a person is when a person can not only criticize you, but they can give you props too. That shit can't be one-sided. It got to be both ways, you know? I think that the the amount that you think about a person plays plays a big role too. Like and and you want them to succeed and wanting them to be better. You doing shit, you always thinking about ways that you can upgrade them or make their life easier or better. That's a good sign of how much you like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Or you feel like you're in love with a motherfucker or you starting to feel like they the one. You gonna start taking to taking them into consideration with almost everything you do. Um, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna probably want to upgrade their wardrobe, even if they already hitting on shit. Even if this shit's straight, probably if you shopping or some shit, looking online, you're always thinking about, oh, she, I, I, I think she'll like this, or I would like to see her in this, or you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And, uh, like I say, the, the, the feeling should be mutual. All this shit, a lot of this shit should be mutual. But when it comes to you, I just think if you always kind of thinking about them, a lot of decisions you make involves you thinking about them. You know what I'm saying? You you deciding, like, you may have a choice sometimes of kicking it with your boys or hanging out with her. A lot of times you're going to hang out with her, and it ain't even going to be a hard decision. You know what I'm saying? You probably have more fun with her. Because me, you know, I'd rather hang. I love my boys, you know, but I'd rather have, a female companion to hang with that I get along with just as much. I'd rather go that route. I like hanging with women, you know what I'm saying, cool women, at the end of the day that you can fuck. You know what I'm saying? I can fuck her at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I can't fuck my boys. I don't roll that way, you know what I'm saying? So I'd rather be with a, a woman, you know? But um, all in all, I don't know. I, don't, I can't say I ever met the one. I don't know if I will ever meet the one, maybe. I don't know. I don't lose no sleep over it, you know. I also think that there's more than the one. I think it's more than one, the ones out there. I think there's a whole bunch of people that can be the one. You know what I'm saying? You just got to find them. A lot of them probably already snatched up, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people are kind of universally good. They're not literally good for everybody because, like I say, that shit's subjective. You know what I'm saying? Different people like different shit. But for the most part, a lot of people that's kind of universally good are tolerable by a lot of people. So a lot of them probably snatched up 
And they motherfucking not a dime a dozen. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. That's why y'all here. Because a lot of people that's kind of the one for you, I'm sure they got standards and shit. So they might be good for everybody, but everybody ain't good for them. So they probably meeting people and dating people and turning people down and just flying solo. You know what I'm saying? Probably they been through a lot of bullshit too. So you probably meet them and be like, huh? You know what I'm saying? Um... I think uh, oh, another thing that's important to me, too, you got to be a good, good communicator, man. We got to be able to talk and have conversations about shit. You got to be open-minded. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know something, you got to be willing to, to listen and learn. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you can't be a know-it-all. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to not know some things. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm attracted to women that ain't afraid to say, oh, I don't know that. Can you teach me that or tell me about that? Um, or just... Because there's so many people that are just afraid to to show that they don't know something. I like people that's a little vulnerable. Be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's perfect. Everybody don't know everything. But some people ain't good communicators. Um, like, I've dealt with people and women that I can just talk to all day on the phone. That's super rare. A lot of women, I don't know, some women be having them nagging-ass voices. They voice alone just hard. Or their content. You know what I'm saying? Their content ain't great. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got shit to talk about. They hiding shit. You know what I'm saying? Or some people just, they, they ain't as knowledgeable about certain things as I would like. You know? That plays a huge role. We got to be able to communicate about shit. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's about simple shit. That's huge also, but it's a lot to go into it, man. There's a whole lot to go into it. It's all subjective, like I say. So, different strokes for different folks. So I got another topic to uh, talk about, right? So my man, um, this dude I know, he play in a band. He play an instrument or something. Uh, and he uh, traveled across the country, across the world, um, with this band doing shows and parties. They get booked and shit. So he was talking to me one day because he always listened to my, I do 25 stories on my Instagram Um I do uh, topics and shit. A lot of the same topics that I do on the podcast, I do in the video version on the 25-hour story. And I do this thing called question of the day where a question might pop up in my head that I might want to talk about. Or maybe um, maybe I might be listening to a podcast or it could be a regular conversation. Just anything that may pique my interest and I may want to talk about and give my opinion on this uh, topic, on his 24-hour story. And he's a fan of him. He watched him Jones a lot. And he always used to tell me, before I even started doing this podcast, he used to always tell me, man, you should do a podcast. A lot of people would always tell me that, though. Over the years, people would tell me that. You should do a podcast. So I finally figured out how to do one, and I'm doing one. But he came to me uh, a few weeks ago. Because I ain't been doing the podcast or the 24-hour story shit recently. Because... Um, I've been so busy. I got the fucking two creative custom shit I'm doing where I do custom shirts and for people and uh, clothing. And, you know, that's bringing in dollars. And I got the 360 camera thing that I'm doing. Call that the two creative 360. That's bringing in dollars. So that's what the fuck I've been focusing on. I've been focused on the money. So I ain't really been having time to do the podcast yet. But, you know... Um, this is one of my passions. This is what I like to do. But I got to get the money because I got a goal 
to reach. But I like doing this podcast shit. So he was telling me, he was like, man, he was like, I got a topic I want you to talk about. He said, man, like, he was like, what do you do when you, when you work in a profession that entails women to flirt with you and shit? You know what I'm saying? He was like, like me, I'm in a band. Da, da, da. He say, every event I go to, you got women that want to flirt and meet up with you and this and the other. Like, how do you handle that? You know what I'm saying? And, I, and when he was saying that, I said, man, that's funny because since I started doing this 360 camera shit, I be having women flirting with me. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, I can sort of relate to that shit. Um, so I told him I was going to talk about it, and that's what this topic is going to be about. Like, how do you handle that shit when you're in a position like that? Um, well, first of all, me with women, man, uh, I'm one of them dudes that kind of naive when it comes to women. Like, when they flirting and shit, a lot of times, if the shit ain't direct, the shit fly over my head. I ain't even going to front. You kind of got to be direct with me. Um, because it's like, I don't, you know, I ain't, I don't want to be the guy that trying to holler at a, a, a chick that's just being nice. She just being nice. I'm thinking she flirting. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to take advantage of somebody's niceness. You know what I'm saying? So, if a woman ain't really direct with me, straight up with me, I'm probably not really going to bite. And if I do bite, it ain't really me biting. It's probably me just being interested in you. And not really me picking up on your hints and your vibes and your flirts. It's probably just like, man, I like her. And I'm attracted to her. Let me see what's up. But if you ain't direct, shit will fly over my head for the most part. So I got better with that over the years, though. You know what I'm saying? So um, I can kind of spot flirts from a person being nice a little more these days. You know what I'm saying? Because you kind of get used to shit. And you kind of, you know, you can decipher the codes better once you, uh, once you've seen the codes enough. So, since I started doing this 360 thing, I got to say I've done a lot of parties, a lot of events, and you can only imagine that it's a lot of women at all these parties and events. You know, a lot of attractive women too, and it'd be a lot of indirect flirting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I notice it. Um, like I say, a lot of shit be indirect. Um, some some of them be more blatant. There's one move that women do though that I will say that I know. You know what I'm saying? I ain't that naive. I kind of picked up on, and I know what it is. Um, the one move that women do that I know is a pretty much direct, like uh, move. Um, is when. When I, when, I, when I shoot the video, right, because I use my phone to shoot these uh, 360 videos. When the video is done, I'll show you the video. I'm holding the video. I'm holding my phone in my hand. So a woman kind of got to get close to me and look over my shoulder or whatever. I'm extending my hand out so I can look at it. They can look at it. They can tell if they like it or not, blah, blah, blah. Because the thing is, a lot of these people ain't never even done a 360 video before. Some of these motherfuckers ain't never even seen it before. They don't even know what it is. So when I, like, bring that contraption and, and, and set it up, they don't even know what the fuck it is or what it does. A lot of people 
don't even know how it works. They think that, that some of them have seen the videos, but they think that the platform that you stand on, because you stand on the platform, a 360 video, the, the machine is a circular platform that you stand on top of, and it has an arm that extends out from the bottom of it and, 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 and comes up. And you set your camera on either your... I use my phone. You can use an iPad, like a tablet, or you can use a GoPro or whatever. And the way it works is that that arm that comes out the bottom of it, you can attach your camera to it, and that spins around you. So you can dance or whatever you want to do. But a lot of people thought that the thing that you stand on spins around, the actual platform spins around, but it doesn't. You stand in one spot, the arm spins around you. You know what I'm saying? So you, you know, explaining this shit to people so they can understand how it works. Um, but you know, you show them the video. So some people, I recommend that you get on the joint, do a video so you can see how it look. Then you know how to do it. Cause once you book me, people, I'm booked by the hour. So you can take as many videos as you want, really. You know what I'm saying? As long as you ain't really holding up the line, cause it, cause it, a line starts to build. It's funny to think about these 360 cameras too. Because when you first set it up, everybody be scared to get on it. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing I noticed. People be scared to get on it. People like, nah, I ain't, da 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 But that be in the beginning. A lot of times that be before the drinks get to flowing. Once drinks get to flowing and they see a person here or a person there do it, then the line start forming. You know what I'm saying? You steal the show. The 360 camera steals every show and every party for the most part. That's that's the that's That's the... Show stealer. But I got to be sociable when it comes to that because I got to explain how the shit work. Then people get on it. It's a little nerve. You got to have some nuts to get on that joint. You know what I'm saying? Because you got, once you on it, all eyes on you. Most people at the party is going to be focused on you and see what you do once you on it. So you got all eyes on you once you get on that joint. You know what I'm saying? So you got to kind of, you know, talk to people a little bit. You might want to dance a little bit, give them instruction on what to do, blah, 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 to make them, you know, to put them at ease. So it's just a lot of sociable skills that I kind of had to develop because I wasn't always sociable, you know what I'm saying? This sociable shit kind of came out of me in the past five to ten years, you know what I'm saying? Probably closer to the past five years than anything. But, hey, I definitely, I got a sociable side. Like, if you, like, in my circle or, like, if I if you, like, a past girlfriend of mine, you know what I'm saying? One thing that I get a lot is that, you know, I used to get over the years from girls that I dealt with. They'd be like, man, you are a comedian. You are hilarious. People have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm going to start sneak recording you because people have no idea. You be trying to act all quiet out of this, da, da, da. I pick and choose so I want to be sociable around. But when it comes to business and trying to get this money, oh, I'm going to be that person if money involved. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type of person that a lot of times it's like, man, if the dollars ain't talking, I ain't talking. Plain and simple. And you know what I'm saying? I stick right to my little circle. But what women would do when I'm showing them the video after they've done their uh, 360 video, I'm showing it to them on, on my phone. I got my hand out so they can see it. Out what women would do, they'd get all up on you. And then they'd start like, Rubbing their titties on you slightly and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then in the back, when, I, when it first happened to me at, at the very first 360 event I did, I was like, 
Is she aware that she like rubbing her titties on? Like she's like all up on me. But they like they won't look in your eye though when they do it. So you kind of got to guess. But I've experienced that before. I've had that happen to me before in the past, and somebody pointed it out to me that that that's a move that women do. I've talked to a woman recently that told me, yeah, that's absolutely a move that women would do. But I kind of knew that that was a move. And I've experienced that at multiple parties. You know what I'm saying? That one move right there. But for the most part, women, I can tell, you know, women kind of sort of flirt or show interest indirectly. But see, this is the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Ultimately, I get paid good money to do these 360 events. Somebody's paying me. I'm on the clock. So I'm there to be professional. I'm not there to flirt with anybody. I don't care how fine I think a woman is. I done seen some fine bras at these events. I ain't going to lie. But it's like, I don't care how fine they are. At the end of the day, I'm trying to build a brand. Somebody paying me good money to do this shit. I got a job to do. I'm trying to treat everybody equally. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I'm not really there to get women. I'm not there to get women. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not new to this either. Like, I'm used to getting women. I can get women. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a bad-looking guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty cool, I think. You know, and so I can get women. now. And so it's one of them things, like, what the saying? The saying is, act like you've been here before. I know how to conduct myself in those type of settings because I've been there before. I didn't dealt with attractive women. So, um, and I'm not trying to fuck up the bag. Like, what I don't want to do, too, is miss, you know what I'm saying, mistake somebody's, uh, them being nice for a flirt. Then I'm at these parties flirting with this woman, that woman, and you know what I'm saying? Somebody may want to book me for an event. They might be thinking about booking me for another event because at every event, somebody got a party coming up. Somebody's birthday is coming up. All these events, somebody's birthday is coming up either the next month or the month after, and they thinking about plans for their birthday or having a party, and they think about you. They see you. They like, man, you, you know, I might want to book you, this and that. I don't want people looking at me and seeing me running around and being extra with every female at the party and flirting and this and that, because that may be a turnoff. They be like, man, I will book this nigga, but this nigga, he going to be out there flirting with every woman at the joint. Like, I don't want that out in the air. I want to be professional, you know what I'm saying? So, um, ultimately, I'm trying to get the bag, you know what I'm saying? It's like I got a job to do. My first, my loyalty, and my loyalty is to the person that paid me. I'm at the event. That's who I'm trying to please. I want to make sure they satisfied. I want everybody to get a video that they satisfied with. I can't be running around, you know, in every girl's face that I think is in my face. Um, I will say that, honestly, out of all these women, because I get a lot of indirect advances, I will say. I only had really one direct advance at one party I did. It was a girl... Towards the end, you know, the time winding down, because I'm on the clock. You know what I'm saying? I'm booked by the hour. Time winding down. This one girl, she wanted to do a 360 video with me. You know what I'm saying? Because multiple people can get on this platform at the same time. She was like, I want to do one with the cameraman. So I'm like, I'm like, you want to do one with me? I'm like, I'm the cameraman. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's like, yeah, I want to do one with the cameraman. So I'm sitting there thinking, I really didn't want to do it. 
to be honest. Because I'm, I'm getting paid at the job. I'm, I'm working. So it's like I really didn't want to do it. But she kind of, you know what I'm saying, gave me a proposition that I couldn't refuse, really. You know what I'm saying? Attractive girl, too. You know what I'm saying? I kind of sort of picked up on the vibes because, of course, I communicated with her throughout the party because she did a lot of videos. She got on the joint a lot. And, you know, it was like small talk here and there. I'm talking about the shit, showing her her videos that she did, blah, blah, blah. So um, before it was over, the person that booked me for it, she came and, and, and crept in my ear. She was like, hey, look, my friend... I'm just letting you know, just putting out there, she's single. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what your situation is. Seemed like it's some vibes, because me and the girl was communicating a lot. But I guess unbeknownst to me in the beginning, that probably was her plan. She probably was communicating with me a lot on purpose. But, you know, it was like, uh, she was an attractive girl. Like I said, she was an attractive girl, too. Um, but... You know, I'm there. I'm on. I'm on business, man. I'm trying to get some fucking money, man. I ain't really there to try to chase these women. Da da da. Like I say, but for real, I'm not a hundred percent opposed to it. Don't get it twisted. Like a woman, if you come at me and you direct, and then you know, I mean, you know, if the if the if the opportunity makes sense, I take it. You know what I'm saying? But you have to be direct. Other than that. I don't know, with me just in general, even whether doing this 360 shit or not, the best way to get my attention for real is if you ain't direct, probably just you got to be somebody that's probably around me a lot and you communicate with me a lot to the point that we just develop something organically, like a coolness, cool factor. Then sometimes, you know, I might be doing something the weekend and might invite you, you want to come? Hey, da, 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 you want to come here? Or you do the same to me. Hey, I'm going here, I'm, you know. Then you invite me to something. If you, that's if you're not a direct person, and then something just developed. But other than that, I don't really do a whole lot of uh, feeding into indirect flirts and advances and shit. You know what I'm saying? If I if I come at you, it's probably because I'm I'm deciding to come at you. Like I'm I'm dismissing your indirect advances. You ain't even got to give me no advance. If I like you or I'm super attracted to you. Then in certain cases, I bust the move. But other than that, they ain't even how I operate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so all in all, you know, like for my man, he in that band. It's a tough joint, but he agreed with me when me and him spoke about it. He was like, man, at the end of the day, it's all about having a job to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he was telling me a story about he was over in Europe somewhere, some one of them continents, over in some country. And he said it was like a super bad chick that was on his line. At, at, at one of them uh, gigs he was doing. He was like, the chick was following him everywhere he went the whole trip when he was over there uh, performing. He said she was super bad, man. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, you get used to it. You get used to that, and you just got to be professional. Um, I think to close this little segment out, um... One thing I get a lot on Instagram, too, when I post my little videos, because I post my videos once I shoot them at these parties, I post them to my 25-hour story. And there be some bad chicks, man. And people come to my inbox like, man, I know you fucking all the bitches. Shit like that. I know you fucking all the bitches. <laughs> and I just laugh sometimes. I laugh. But little do they know, nah. 
Nah, I ain't fucking none of them. I ain't, that ain't even what I'm there for. You know what I'm saying? I'm there to get this money. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, to build wealth. And uh, I'm trying to be professional. The only way I can keep this shit consistent, I got a better shot at staying consistent and staying working by being professional than I do uh, than being motherfucking a lover boy at these events. You know what I'm saying? They paying me to do these cameras and these videos. Not to be a lover boy. So, and then they, I'm here to get this money. So, keep it professional, man. There's so many women in this world outside of your workplace that you can get. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. That's how I operate when it comes to this shit. Man, sometimes I just had a random moment, just a random thought. Um, being single, man, it's a beautiful thing. Being single, uh, it can get a little lonely sometimes. You know what I'm saying? The only thing about being single is like the moments where you might want to watch a movie or something. A movie come out, get released on cable, straight to cable movie, straight to HBO Max or something, or a new Netflix movie might come out. Sometimes you want to have somebody there to watch that shit with. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, Man, single, man. It's it's just hard for me because, you know, sometimes I sit and think about, you know, a relationship. But a relationship, for me, it's going to have to make sense. Um, it'll have to be truly somebody that I'm just truly friends with that we just kind of grow into something. Because at this point, I've been so independent, man. I can't even imagine somebody telling me where and where I can't go, who I can and who I can't hang out with. I got a second guess if I can go somewhere because this motherfucker might have an attitude and that and this and that. Like, I can't even imagine that. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole thing. It's like, like, I can't be owned. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can't own me. I never really been owned. That's why even in the relationships I was in, they was, they had a sense of freedom to it. You know what I'm saying? Both ways. Because I never feel like I own anybody. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know a certain shit that comes with a relationship. I know that. But I, to me, I base it off of respect. To me, relationships are based off of respect, not based off of control. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I, I can't be owned. You can't control me. I ain't no fucking cabbage patch doll. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at me or walk to the store like, ooh, ooh, I want that. I want that. I'm not a motherfucking that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a motherfucking human. I want to do shit. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, I like the idea that I can leave the house at motherfucking 10 o'clock at night and come back at 3, 4 in the morning if I want. You know what I'm saying? I just love the idea of that. Um, I mean, and granted, if I was with somebody, I wouldn't do that. Because if I was with somebody, I'd be with somebody that I want to be with. And I wouldn't want to be out that late. But I like the freedom... To make that choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to get with somebody that's telling me that I can't be out past a certain time. We ain't doing that. I'm too grown for that. Too independent. I'm too grown. I'm a motherfucking grown up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a motherfucking slave. You know what I'm saying? So, I got to be, make my own decisions. And you got to deal with or, or uh, realize within yourself or figure out whether you can deal with the way that I deal with you. You know what I'm saying? Now, you can make suggestions, 
and then I'll, you know what I'm saying, take your suggestions and think them out accordingly. You know, it's a thing called compromise, but it ain't no forceful shit going on. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Then you got people that be like, yeah, oh, you single, or you want to be single, and this, uh, that's childish. That's, ch- I mean, to me, a motherfucker, you know, that, that sounds like a slave owner mentality. I can see a slave telling a slave, I can see a slave owner telling a slave, you want to be free. You want to rip and run and do what you want to do. You want to make your own decisions. That's childish. I can see a slave owner telling a slave that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no motherfucking slave. Um, I don't know. That's just a random thought of mine, man. I don't know. It just For me to get in a relationship, it just got to make sense. Other than that, man, <laughs> I like my freedom. You know what I'm saying? I like to be able to... It, it can get lonely sometimes, but I'd better be a lonely free man than a motherfucking, than a, than a cooped up slave nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm sitting in here too, um, catching up a little bit on this Anthony Joshua fight that just happened this weekend. Um, I missed the joint. I wasn't paying for this shit. Who you for? Some dude named Usyk. Usyk. I think I heard his name. You know, I heard his name before. But I don't think I've ever seen him fight. But Anthony Joshua got his ass whooped. I'm watching this shit right now. Nigga, now, now, I all knotted up. All types of shit. He just, man, he's a he's a big soft nigga. Like, I, I never really liked him. I liked him when I first started seeing him fight. But the more and more I started watching him fight, he just come off like a big soft nigga. Um, he getting his ass whooped right now, too. Ah, right, damn. See, this is the thing about boxing, man. I'm a huge boxing fan. Boxing, like, probably my favorite, if not maybe my second favorite sport, love boxing. Um, the thing about boxing, man, that's underrated is the ability to take a punch. That's, the, that's what's underrated with boxing. Like, you can have a nigga like Anthony Joshua, big, strong, in shape, you know what I'm saying, kind of fast. This and that and the other, but can you take a punch? What you do when you get hit? You know what I'm saying? If you hit somebody and they take your punch and hit you back, you know what I'm saying? That's that's like super underrated. Um, that's what makes Floyd so great. Him being undefeated, that's what people don't talk about enough. Now, we know Floyd is a great defensive fighter, but he gets hit though. He's gotten hit. He's fought great Hall of Fame fighters, and they've hit him. Like, he's never fought a fight in which he never got hit. The thing is, is that he knew how to avoid uh, being hit a lot. But when he did get hit, he knew how to take him. He was able to take him and stand in there and continue to finish the fight. You know what I'm saying? And that's an ability that you probably can't really teach. Because um, you got people, people that stand out in my mind, that had like all the tools, all the offensive tools. You know what I'm saying? And you just wonder. A lot of people, if you're not like super duper into boxing, but you, let's say you a boxing fan, but you ain't really, you don't dissect it. Like I be dissecting this shit. You know what I'm saying? I've been a boxing fan since I was like, motherfucking at least 10 years old. You know what I'm saying? Um, You got people like Zab Judah and Andre Berto and even, um, What's the nigga be brushing his head? Uh, Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner 
he got all the skills. Like, you look at him, and people like him because he's flamboyant and all this. Just like Zab Jude and just like Andre Berto. They flashy, especially in the ring. They fast. They got the fast hands. They in shape. You know what I'm saying? Man, they look like they got all the tools. But you wonder why they be losing, why they can't win. Or win the big fights. Because they can't take a punch. They can do or If they don't overwhelm you and get you out of there, if you a person that got a little bit of power, if you land punches on them, they fold. You land punches on these niggas, they fold. They ain't got no chance. They even retreat. To me, Adrian Broner, he retreats. If he get hit, he, he be, I think he be wanting to get the fuck out of the ring. You know what I'm saying? He retreats. Zab Judah just ain't have a chance. I don't think Zab Judah was soft. I just think that he just ain't have a chance. You know what I'm saying? If he get hit, the right person hit him, his whole body just start having a holy conniption. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Berto just ain't really have a chance. You know what I'm saying? All the offense in the world, but if you hit these niggas, they don't react the way that the greats react. That's what separates them from people like the Floyd Mayweather. They got the Floyd Mayweather offensive skills, but they don't have the motherfucking defensive skills and the chin and the, and the, and, and the ability to take a punch. So that's an underrated, probably the most underrated skill in boxing, the ability to take a punch. And Anthony Joshua, he big, strong, fast, all that in shape, got a six-pack and all that. But if you tap that nigga on the chin, he look like he be ready to get the fuck out of there and get the fuck out that ring. You know what I'm saying? When the motherfuckers stand up to him, they don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? They become, hey, they become the hunted. You know what I'm saying? So, no, no, that's just a, a thing about boxing just to throw out there, man. So, can't wait for this motherfucking uh, Tyson Fury and... Wilder fight in a couple weeks. That should be interesting. Um, I think Fury going to whoop Wilder, man. I like Wilder, though. But he a one-trick pony. But I like him. I like him. He entertaining. But Fury got too much. He got too many skills, man. If Wilder don't land a wild-ass punch on him, man, he going to get whooped. Plain and simple. But I'm going to go ahead and close this podcast out on that note right there, man. Um... Back at it, I'm back at it. So stay tuned. I got a lot of topics, man. I'm going to try to have guests and all that on here. So um, thanks for listening, whoever listened. I'm going to just keep doing and see how big this joint can get. And this joint is real therapeutic. I like to, you know, like to leave something behind. You don't know how long we're going to be here. I like to leave something behind. So I always have a podcast behind. I got music. I got social media, pictures, videos. I'm leaving the trail. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, man, like I say... If you got goals and dreams, shoot for them. Just be consistent with it. That's all it is. Don't think about anything you want to do. Don't think that, you know, the shit going to pop tomorrow. And if it don't pop tomorrow, don't get discouraged because most things take time. It's consistent. It's advertising and promotion. You know what I'm saying? Just keep doing it if you like doing it. Just keep doing it. And uh, you know my saying? Shoot for the moon because if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. Till next time.